And we're back, and we just finished watching 2003's Big Fish, rated PG-13, with a runtime of two hours and five minutes. It's directed by Tim Burton and comes from a novel, Big Fish, a novel of mythic proportions by Daniel Wallace, screenplay by John August. This is, without a doubt, my favorite Tim Burton movie, and I think you gave the perfect description when you said... It's like the least Tim Burton movie that he ever made. Yes. Which is, at that po- I think at that point, it, when it first came out, it was kind of refreshing because up until that, it was like we were reaching like peak Tim Burton and everything he did. It was yes. like <laughs> at, at some point, every single character was going to have a lot of mascara and striped <laughs> leotards on. <laughs> and the buildings but, too. <laughs> but still rooted in the visuals of Tim Burton. Like when you see this movie, you can sort of see a Tim Burton-esque element to it. It's not overpowering like it is in other movies of his, but I think that there's still things that point to that this is a Tim Burton film. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go around the table and get impressions. Olive G, what did you think about this movie? Um, Was Jumbo a Tim Burton movie? Yes, Dumbo. Dumbo, Dumbo. <laughs> okay, I'm just asking that little blue. Uh, Dumbo. I don't know if you've ever seen Edward Scissorhands. I I know you've seen. I've, I've seen pieces like, of it. You've seen Beetlejuice, right? You've seen Beetlejuice. Some. Some of Beetlejuice. You probably weren't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention that much. Probably, yeah. That's too bad. That's those are all excellent movies. We should watch a. Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure with them. That's Pee-wee's like my <laughs> one of my other favorite also, movies of this like, guy. And also, the only scene I saw was these women being weirdos while this guy cut their hair. Oh, yes, that's, that's, that's Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Scissorhands yeah. Yeah. What the hell was going on? He was cutting their hair. Yeah. Anyway, uh, getting back to this movie, what did you think about it? Um, I thought it was good. Yeah, did you have a favorite scene? Oh, my... I kept on mentioning this while we were watching it, but my favorite scene was when that guy dies on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did keep mentioning it during the. I thought you'd. I thought you'd. Your favorite scene would be when the baby comes shooting out of that woman. <laughs> yeah, that was also another one of my favorite scenes. That was ridiculous. Well, that's. I mean, I think that's the great thing about this movie. It's like, I, because it feels. Tim Burton without being Tim Burton I think it's it's so rooted some of it is so rooted in an abs an absurdity that it's like like that like, like the baby it, it, shooting out and flying down the hallway yeah the doctor didn't even catch the baby <laughs> it like it, it didn't it, close the door it like it carries his Why? sense of humor but it's he toned down his he toned down his visual style you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. what about you Jake my favorite Oh, I like this movie. Okay. Do you have a favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene happened right after Olivia's when that kid says, I wasn't old at all. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. One of the, the Price brothers. I will out myself and say that you and I actually saw this in the movie theater. And when we saw it, I was a colossal weeping mess at the end of this film. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> leaving the theater and we were like in the the theater on the top floor of the building and there was like three escalator rides to get to the main lobby and we had to get off like like halfway through (laughs) and just 
Give me a give second. You, give you about five minutes to collect yourself because you were uncontrollably weeping. This movie impacted me a lot. I mean, as as someone who had a very just precarious relationship with their father, especially, I guess, at that point, it just, uh, it really hit to home and just thoughts about mortality and acceptance and also forgiveness i think that was a lot and i i i just even now watching it i this is not a movie that i watch very often even though i really really do like it but it just conjures up a lot of emotions for me so this is why i usually stay away from it and of course on today's viewing i cried as well but obviously not as badly as the first time we saw it where we literally, I mean, I was crying outside the theater, inside the theater. Yeah. Yeah, I was a wreck. But still, still have that real white hot rage, passionate hate for Billy Kudrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, throughout the film, his character, I, I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't carry white hot rage for it, but he was, it, it was kind of unlikable in the fact that you just, like, at least for me, I couldn't understand why he was so was such a stick in the mud about the way his father was. I mean, mm-hmm. his father was a storyteller, but it's oh, oh, uh, mom, you uh, sorry to interrupt, but it's okay. Um, mom, you said you were going to explain why you hated the son in that one scene. Oh, oh, because uh, wait, refresh my memory. What what scene were we talking about? Um, the one where I... Uh, well, he's talking to the dad. Like, yeah. the, the, the wife and the mother in the left in the bed. Right. Um, so the reason that scene in particular made me dislike him only because he kind of like what your dad was going to start saying, which was his inflexibility to accept his father for who he was. He fought it, he fought it, he fought it, and... He was doing it under the guise of like, uh, I, I'm trying to articulate this. Uh, I guess it, he felt like his father was a fraud, that his father was feeding all these stories, these tall tales that never happened. And in but some, some ways, some of them kind of did. And in some ways, maybe they didn't happen the way he told the stories, but they were all rooted in reality. Yeah, there was a grain of truth to everything he said, he said. But it was like, like when he was talking with the doctor. Yes. And he's like, "Did you example. you want to hear the real story of how you were born? Your mother came in. She was a week early, and it was a perfect delivery. And he wasn't there, but it really wouldn't have mattered anyway because at that time men weren't just... allowed in the in the birthing room anyway. And so he's like, "Me personally, I would have preferred. I prefer the story with the fish and the ring and yeah. the ring, which and... is a." which is a great polished story that the father would tell time and time, time again. again. And it's a lovely story and it's way more interesting than, Oh, my kid was born and that's it. Yes. Nobody's going to remember that. Right. Right. But this epic battle between Edward Bloom and this magical fish. Yeah. And how he tried to get his wedding ring back. Yeah. That's, that's a lovely story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But when they actually showed it, like, he grabbed the fish and just choked up the wedding, wedding ring. He's like, give me my ring back. Right. And the fish <laughs> ate, but he was <laughs> yeah, nice enough to say thank you because yeah. of that southern, southern manners. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, so that was why I disliked this character so immensely because it was like everybody makes mistakes. I mean, as parents, you kids don't come with any kind of guidebooks or instructions and, and we're human and we make mistakes and we're just trying to do the best that we can. And I think as the son got older, he just could not look past certain things and he was very inflexible and unforgiving and even his wife was like what is wrong with you what's the big deal what is the The, big deal who cares he's a storyteller the story like when they she's like in bed with him and she's like you know i didn't know that all that went on with uh, with uh how your parents met yeah and he's just like they met at college right and she's like i like his story better Better, right because it's 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 fun (laughs) it's way more interesting interesting and exciting and there was little kernels of truth in there. I mean, maybe it didn't happen that way. Maybe he wasn't in the hospital for a week and, you know. Yeah, I don't think that um, the circus guy was a werewolf or a dog. Uh, yeah, I doubt, the, I, doubt, I doubt the ringleader of the circus was a werewolf. <laughs> the giant wasn't as big as he was in the stories. If you notice, over the course of the film, he actually got smaller. smaller. I doubt he planted an entire field of... Of daffodils, da- daffodils mm-hmm. you know, but I'm sure he brought a bouquet. Yeah, he said, he said that he like has to go to five countries. Yeah, he's, he's got all States. the people, all the all the places that yeah. daffodils from five countries, counties all around them. Yeah, so I mean, so that's why I disliked the sun so much because it was like, he, for people who don't have that great a relationship with their parent. Having a father like Edward Bloom would have been just amazing. Yeah, just and it was he was never really abusive. I mean, he may not have been there as much as he would have liked. Right. But uh, he was this larger than life character. He made the most most of the time that he had. Exactly. And I think at the end, I think at the end, the son got it. Finally, he finally got it. As like right on the deathbed. He's like, tell, you know, the father's just like, tell me. Tell me how this ends. Tell me how it, how, tell me how it ends. Yeah. So, but that's why I didn't like the son very much. Mm-hmm. And why I continued to dislike the son. But he got it at the end. Eh, he got it. And, and at the end, he had an amazing death. Rather than, oh, he died quietly in his hospital bed. <laughs> that's not how he died. That's not what he saw in the witch's eye. Yeah. And I love that the the father validated his story. It was like that. That's right. That's exactly what I saw in the eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I love this movie. It it, it is not something that I want to see all the time. Much like Life is Beautiful, another story, another story that just completely annihilates me. Which you will want they watch from start to finish. I promise. I thought you said she could watch it this summer. She could watch it this summer. She's old enough. It's just. I probably won't. You're probably going to be sitting with your daddy. I don't think I can sit through that movie from start to finish. I I enjoyed that. Well, I love that movie, but I uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not like I was not like a word. slapping my knee, laughing throughout. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, like Time Bandits. Like time Bandits is great. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I would say Life is Beautiful is the one film that made me cry in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, I. That's. I, for my own sanity, for my to protect my own spirit, there comes a point in that movie where I have to walk away from it because it destroys me. 
I can watch up to a certain point and then after that I can't anymore. And I don't I don't have that with this, but this movie wrecks me in a completely different way just because I think this is the first film that I saw that I really understood or it really impressed upon me the whole notion of mortality and how eventually we all pass and what is our legacy yeah and i think that because of those bigger questions this this movie always made such an impression on me to this day i mean again i love this movie i i think this is tim burton's opus but i do not seek it but in anticipation of father's day i wanted to watch this with you guys because i think it's a lovely story about fathers and sons but also i mean it could be about mothers and daughters, daughters and fathers, sons and mothers. So it, there's there's children. such there's a universalness to this particular story. Yeah. All right. So what what would you give this movie? I would give this a nine. Um, I'll give this an eight. Eight point two five. What about you, Olive J? I'd give it a 7.8. 7.8. That's an okay. interesting number. Yeah. I'd say 8.5, 9. 8.5, 9. I, if you haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend it. It is beautiful storytelling. I've not read the book. I probably would make me cry, so I'm probably going to shy away from it. But as far as amazing set pieces and costuming and just storytelling and fantastic acting uh i, I watched everybody this. did a good job everyone does such yeah. a great job I, I liked i i liked ewan mcgregor's take on on uh young bloom yes because like he you could be like oh that that he's like really cheesing it up with that smile but it fits with the character, character. It's, he's like that guy He's the hero of a tall tale and a hero of a tall tale does exactly what that character does Big smile, fists on hips, looking around like, yes, king of the world. The only thing and missing was like the teeth. Like yeah, the, the little gleam teeth, off the teeth. teeth. Yes, that's the <laughs> only thing that was missing. But yeah, I, I completely agree. I, another thing, not to get off on a tangent, uh, but we had seen Drag Me to Hell, which Alison Lohman is in. And I've always wondered like why she's not in more stuff. She is absolutely... She's good in it. She is I mean, really she, good to watch. She doesn't really have much. In, she doesn't, in but she. Show. Jessica Lange is, is. Jessica Lang is, is. Oh wow, excellent. she is stunning in this. But yeah. but even Alison Lohman, like I really like how she becomes this character. She is the heart of the story. The I mean, the love that Edward has for his wife is resonates throughout the whole piece. This yeah. is a man who, through determination and hard work created this lovely life for himself it wasn't anything spectacular he didn't cure disease he didn't end world hunger he hated a bank robber <laughs> he hated a bank robber he sold weird mechanical hands hands i mean he this is a guy who probably had a very ordinary life that tried to do good by helping this little town that he had passed through many 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 years ago and in the process, just wanted to leave a legacy of just 
how he came into this world and participated, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really great. And whether you embellish it or you say it plainly, I think that everyone contributes. Hopefully, everyone contributes, and it's just lovely to see. And just the whole family dynamic, and just I, I've always loved this story. I mean, I I can't say enough about it. If you haven't seen it. Do yourself a favor. Go check it out on HBO Max. It's currently streaming. It's a nice little tall tale that really touches the heartstrings. Uh, excellent top to bottom, start to finish. All the technical aspects that you'd expect covered from a Tim Burton movie with a little bit more heart and a little bit more soul and just loveliness all around. Yeah. So I guess that's it from us. We will bid you all a night. Good night. And to all those who celebrate, happy Father's Day. Good night. Good night. Everyone Good celebrates night. Father's Day, Mommy. Not everyone. Yes, they do. Good night.